Welcome to The Kid Is In School, where we talk about whatever we want since our kid is not here to interrupt us. But we don't have a lot of time before the bell rings, so let's get right into it. Well, holiday shopping time is here, and once again, I don't know what to get for anyone. Well, you could get anything for anybody. Like, that's the thing about <laughs> gifts. It's like, it doesn't have to be anything. They're all, I feel like most gifts people are going to not like anyway. So what difference does it Wait make? Wait a second. Yeah, you're, I was I was really on point with it. I was like, you're right. A gift is so beautiful. It doesn't matter what it is. And then you're like, because everyone's going to hate it anyway. Um, yeah, maybe. It's hard to guess. We're not psychic here. Well, one problem I have, especially with you, is buying the same thing over and over again. I get into a rut like a, a thought rut where I go, uh, where, uh, first of all, I only, I like to only shop at TJ Maxx. That's my first problem. So I'm at TJ Maxx and I'm like, I'm in the men's section. I'm like, well, here's the grooming materials. Here's the face scrub and the beard oil, you know? And it's like, how many bottles of this do I need to see in the cabinet unused before I get the memo? Don't even have a beard. So that's one thing. <laughs> that's the first problem. I really like the picture of the man with the beard on the <laughs> beard oils. <laughs> I got beard oils, beard trimmers, uh, beard wax, yeah. and mustache wax. I'm like, thing. I don't have any of this. I have aspirations for your facial hair that you don't have, I guess. So that's one thing I have. Do you ever get in a rut when you come to thinking with me? I feel like with you, you don't call it a rut. You just think of it as like, oh, this is easy. I know this person. They always like this. No, I think with you, my, my philosophy on buying things for you has been, you usually give me a list. And I kind of just get the list because <laughs> I'm... And you nail it every year. Yeah, and I nail it because you've told me what you want. And I think that's what I've learned just over the years with family, with uh, friends, just when I've asked for things. Yes. Just growing up, there was a lot of times I would ask for something and I would get a variant of what I asked for or something that was not that at all because they want it to be a surprise of some sort i think maybe they want it they probably do want it to be a surprise and it's but the thing is for example i was really really into the three stooges all through high school and even into college you know i just love the three stooges uh -huh. I, it's so funny and they the, so the people that were in my life, you know, friends and family that asked me what I wanted for Christmas or birthdays or anything like that, mm -hmm. I would always say something Three Stooges. Just give me, th <laughs> you know, my room was covered with Three Stooges stuff. People Just, must have think you grew up in the 40s right now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> or when was their era? They're the 50s? They, well, they started, I mean, they, I mean, they probably died in the 70s. Oh my so. so I feel like. That reference is so old, and it was old back then when you were a teenager. Yes, but there was also a resurgence. There's always been a resurgence of the Three Stooges every every decade because oh, funny. they would be on VHS tapes, on DVDs, on Blu-rays, on television shows. Mm -hmm. It was something that they, and probably now on streaming, they just come back every now and then. And their estate sells items, so right. they still make a lot of money on merchandise. And so mm -hmm. I'd ask for that stuff. And almost nobody would get them for me. I'd be like, I'd like, give me a Three Stooges poster, get me a 10 sign, get me, you know, so something like that. No one respects the they Stooges. Get, and occasionally though, the, there was, you know, uh, like a work thing. You know, if I w had a work uh, event, you know, I, I mean, I just only had a job like when I was in senior in high school and a couple of college jobs, but sometimes you do that gift exchange. Right. I'd say Three Stooges stuff and they get me a VHS box set 
and it would be the same one that everybody gets at Walmart or something. Uh, I'm like, I've, so I've got have this, that one. I've got this one five times, and I'd have to like rats just throw it away. See, I would go coasters. That as long as it was Three Stooges coaster. Yeah, Three Stooges coaster. Yeah. Anyway, um, okay, well. I, that's the problem with thing items with graphics for you. I have to live with them. So it's hard for me to get things unless it's a cute t-shirt. I love getting you t-shirts cause I like seeing them on you, but if it's like, a, if it's not something I would pick for my own home decor, it's hard for me to justify getting that for you now. When we lived in different homes, that was easier, but it is a little different thing when you're, you now dictate what you want to see and what I'm allowed to have. Yeah, uh, I, I get the comedy trope, but you're not wrong. Like, you, you, I don't like whenever you're like, I'm the henpecked husband. It's like, that you isn't really henpecked. aren't. It's... You are very bossy in your own right. So we butt heads a lot. But when it comes to <laughs> who wins out on decor, I don't know. Don't you see, look around. Don't you see a lot of compromise or not? There, there is a lot of compromise, but that's not what we're talking about here Ooh. is that I couldn't put a Three Stooges poster on the wall right now. I think you'd be like, I'm not interested in that. Right. We had a Three Stooges poster on the wall for a good several years. And I finally said, I'm tired of looking at it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And, and that's similarly, not pecked, by the way, that's not him pecked to just say that you have certain things that you are willing to to look at and things that you aren't henpecked would be i never get anything and she didn't you know it's like i know the era of the henpecked husband was also simultaneously with uh she won't cook anything that tastes good so it's like she it's also the three stages era it's like i need her to be my mom and she's also a very bad mom for me it's a very yeah um but it's it's a weird time for comedy in my opinion but i wasn't the audience back then i uh i was gonna say though when you buy gifts for me with your interests in mind. It's like, see, I buy, let's say I buy face wash for you because I love face wash and I want you to know the joy of facial washing bubbles. You will buy me, you bought me a sleeveless Ninja Turtles t-shirt and you loved the way I looked in it. You were just like, wear your turtle shirt. It's so cute. You know, <laughs> it was a flattering cut yeah. off, but I, it was just so thin and soft that for me, it was not substantial. Like it didn't feel it wasn't lingerie, okay? It was just... That would be weird. Ninja Turtle lingerie. <laughs> Ninja Turtle lingerie. <laughs> this is the clearance section in Victoria's Secret. But it wasn't something that I found, you know, like... I would be cold when I wore it, so I didn't want to keep it on. And finally, I just thought, I never reach for this. I should probably get rid of it. And I remember when I gave it away, you were like, not your turtle shirt. <laughs> you know, you still loved it. So that was a gift that... It was nice that I received it, but it definitely meant something to you. Yeah, well, I did, I did like the way that you looked in it. I thought it was a very flattering cut and everything. I agree. It looked and, cute. And that happens like with, you know, uh, spouses, you know, you'll get me a sweater or something like that. And I'm like, oh, I, I love I, you in sweaters. I hate sweaters. I he hate hates them. sweaters. <laughs> and they look terrible on me. They I do. look awful. I they really don't. I'm so embarrassed every time I wear them. It's, it's like <laughs> Ralphie wearing the bunny costume. I'm just like, I please don't make me. And go then in I public. will go, and then I'll be like, you know, today's Hollywood leading men wear sweaters, and that's okay, right? Like you see them, you don't look embarrassed for them. Are you embarrassed for them? <laughs> but the leading men you're talking about, you're like, look, Tom Hanks and you got mail is wearing a sweater. Look at them. I'm like, oh no, I don't want to look like that. <laughs> is that who you're picturing? It's because I'm picturing Jason Brad, Momoa, Brad Pitt. When, when do you like, see them in Idris sweaters? Elba. You're, you're talking. You're picking people who half the time don't even wear a shirt, let alone a sweater. You 
need to stop. Maybe I read more magazines than you do. <laughs> I don't think it's hard to find a leading man. What, what sweater. sweaters monthly are you reading? <laughs> okay, I'm clearly baffled by your sweater disdain. Woo! But, but oh my gosh, I just, I just, you know what I'm sad about? I'm further away from getting you in a sweater now after this combo. Good. <laughs> That's I'm, I don't put a list of things I do want for Christmas. I put a list of things I don't want. I don't want sweaters. I don't want face wash. I don't want mustache wax. Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, jeez. Uh, what was my point? <laughs> yeah. Look at this. Here's a really sexy guy. Kevin James is wearing a sweater. I'm like, what? You look. Like, I look like Kevin James. I've got tears in my eyes. Uh-huh. Woo! All right, so <laughs> here, this was supposed to be me dunking on you, not you dunking on sweaters. <laughs> I'm. I want to tease you about how you, for a while, were buying your brother a mug every year, and every year you'd be like, "I wonder what to get my brother." I know it's gonna be a mug, but which one? <laughs> and I was like, maybe he has enough mugs. No, see, that's because I I learn what people like, and so I go, <laughs> "What do they like?" And I don't stray from it until they tell me they don't like it. Yeah, yeah until you finally realize that it was not necessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I don't know. I think uh, I think if somebody bought me the same item over and over again, one, I would stop requesting it from everybody else because I knew I was going to get it from them. My mom, for example, bought me really cute um, calendars themed from a certain artist and I loved receiving it every year. Now, finally, this artist, I think, has discontinued the calendar and I don't know what to do with my life. Was it Calvin and Hobbes? Was that the artist? <laughs> no, no. The theme was Curly Girl and, you know, if you guys follow me on social, Curly Comedy's in my handle. I play with my curly hair a lot. <laughs> That's a weird way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you play with your curly hair a lot? <laughs> okay. But... <laughs> I mean, I like to style my hair. <laughs> well, that's one way to put it, you know. What I yeah on on Instagram, like I have my comedy Instagram or whatever my uh, my brand. I have my personal life on Instagram, but then I have my this... brand is plain with curly hair. <laughs> no, I have a side, a secret, a finsta, if you will, that's also public. That is just me talking about nail polish and curly hair care. So I like to try different shampoos and conditioners. I, I'm laughing because this is not fun for you at all. You don't go to like. Walgreens and say, ooh, which conditioner can I try today? You probably think of like, what's the one conditioner I'm going to buy for the next five years? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... <laughs> or tell Abby that I'm out of conditioner and she can just pick one for me. I think the last time I even cared about what type of conditioner it was is... I think this was in high school. For some reason, horse hair shampoo was very popular. Yes, it was. What was the goal there? To get your hair as shiny as some fictional horse in your I mind? Guess, I've never seen a horse with I feel good like hair. The name of it was like Golden Mane or something like Mane that. and Tail. Mane yeah. and Tail. It's still and, around. And like it was it actually four horses and then people were putting it on their hair? I think so, yeah. It was in a big bottle. You could find it at a beauty supply and it was it was good enough for horses, but made for <laughs> pH balance for, for a human. <laughs> human? Wow, that's anyway, so you wanted that. You go. You bought the hype on the I, horse tail that's hair. That's the only time I even remember it being something my mom bought and like, oh, try this. 
Yeah. Well, the I mean, goal is oh, shine. Right. You yeah. want your hair to be shiny. But the funny thing is, every time I think about a horse, I picture flies around it. <laughs> it's got tangles. It's Horses don't have cute hair unless they're show horses. And I don't know anything about You're, that world. A broken down horse, the U-shaped steed, where it's like, <laughs> this guy's about to be glue and you've got, like, I don't want to look like I this guy. I don't want his shampoo. Um, yeah, I want to free him. So, uh, so yeah, I, I know what you mean about like some stuff just doesn't make you tick. Similarly... For me, what doesn't make me tick, but you do get excited about, is a YouTube video describing an old video game console or how a game was played. I consider those documentaries. (laughs) It will be the same monotone dude. He's speaking in a monotone and he is telling you some kind of review. I I mean, I just fall asleep instantly when it starts talking. Well, sometimes I'll fall asleep to it. Too at nighttime, but it's soothing. It's your ASMR. It is something where, like, if it's something I don't like, it's the weirdest, most bizarre thing ever. Like right. watching kids w- open Kinder eggs. Like children right. will watch other kids on YouTube uh, open toys and play with them and stuff. That I'm bothers like, you. I'm like, why would you ever want to do that? <laughs> and then I'm watching somebody unbox a old Nintendo. Uh, console or something like that so. yes and they're talking about what do they talk about in those videos how gameplay the sound the music i particularly like the ones that have history like the uh-huh. history behind something like this is uh who who's working on this this is the development of it so it starts with an interest something that already piques your interest and then it gives you more info i'm the same way with nail polish it's a deep dive yeah yeah i was trying to explain on some podcast that i was a guest on why i'm interested in nail polish and it's not because the colors are pretty it started out that way i was like oh i can have my nails look nice but it became like the formula the texture the viscosity what year it was made do they make it anymore the only viscosity I know about is like a motor oil. They always talk oh, about viscosity. They do talk about it then. It applies to motor oil and wine, the viscosity of the legs on your wine glass. Okay, I'm going to leave that to you viewers at home to look up. Yes. Listeners at home to look uh, up. Uh, what's the term? Sommelier? Sommelier. Sommelier. Okay, sommelier. Sommelier. Yes. Sommelier. Okay, hey, look. I'm, well, look at I'm him. speaking Italian do here. Duolingo over here. Or, uh, one of the other Latin You two numbers. can learn one word of French by repeating it eight times. <laughs> that should be our uh, our uh, YouTube videos, like teaching somebody. <laughs> you too. You too can learn one word. Yeah. Every, every How you choose to apply it in your everyday life is up to you. Yeah. Some Goulet. You're like, what? <laughs> Some Robert Goulet. Robert Goulet. Here's another reason shopping for my family is tricky is because... I like to find freebies on the street. And if they are, they're not unopened. If they are unused, but out of the package, I find that to be a good gift to give. My sister, on the other hand, finally spoke up and was like, do not give me any more garbage. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she put it on. And, and by, by the way, just so we're clear, because not everybody has this. Okay. Where they live is people in New York City and in Brooklyn where we live, put things that they don't want anymore but are still desirable to people. They will just put them out on the stoop or in front of their home for other people to take. Right, they're front steps essentially. It's not dumpster diving like you would have other places where a guy pops out of a garbage can and goes, I found something here. It's not like that. (laughs) 
And she also calls things I bought for myself but don't no longer want to use. That's also garbage to her. She's yeah. like, I, you know, it's regifting is what I'm talking about here. And some people take great offense at receiving a regifted item. I don't. In fact, I love when someone's purging their old uh cabinets i'm like what do you got in there i want to see it i was even we were visiting a friend recently in his apartment building someone put in the elevator hey freebies on the fifth floor and i went after seeing him i went back into the elevator and thought oh no i forgot to go check out the freebies and someone in the elevator was with me and she said oh i just came from there and i said what did they have and she's like oh you know like a broken mixer and a half a barbecue sauce and i'm like okay good good to know half a barbecue sauce you know just the, yeah. you know when people throw out their their spices there is sometimes like people don't know the etiquette of it because there is an etiquette to putting things out in yes front. you do not put out open food items right i draw the line at food i've seen that before even i think i've brought home tea bags because they were still in the paper box but i checked the expiration date on the box i know i would not you would that. not have a box no. of tea no <laughs> I, I don't bring plush anything, like plush toys. You know, but you can animals. sanitize those. No, because bed bugs are a concern for me. So okay. I don't want anything a bed bug could get into a mattress, a cushion, a pillow, nothing. You're right. I have not brought that home. I am looking at a doll, though, that I did get from a Goodwill type store. But I looked it up online to see the value and I checked it out for everything. Some people do that. Like, I'm not, I'm not. This doll a, talks, by a, the way. A, plushy or doll collector but some people are and they will these things are going up in value i guess if you can find certain stuffed animals yeah that's one benefit to looking for freebies or stoop finds i call them stoop finds or you know a really popular instagram is called stooping in nyc so um i love finding. i found like cuticle oil maybe some people would find that gross i've brought home shampoo you know these are people's shampoo i don't want it's a little too intimate for you yeah Cuticle oil, I think I'd be okay. I think oil-based things that go on. If it hasn't the touched surface. someone's, well, you have to. It could have been contaminated, but you have to make sure it hasn't touched someone else's skin. It's all based it on viscosity, whether I can bring it in <laughs> or not. So for me, I don't mind if you regift something. I mean, if I think it, if it's expired makeup, I'm not going to put it anywhere near me. But if it's something that's not opened, I will look into it. Well, there's certain things like that I collect, like video games. So if somebody wanted to regift me their video game stuff like somebody's like oh i don't i have an old wii i don't use anymore mm -hmm. um i'll just give it to luke as his christmas gift that would be great yeah like i would love that what if it has a dried mustard stain on it i, I can clean a mustard you stain like up. to refurbish you're like yeah. me if i see an old nail polish bottle that someone put on their stairs and it's half dried and it's covered and you can't even read the label i will clean that up and i will restore the interior and yeah it's a great feeling now i wouldn't want like a t-shirt with a mustard stain there's i don't want that you draw the line at clothing with food i should write these things down yeah it has to well there's yeah, like i said there's rules there's a there's a etiquette there's an something. etiquette if you're gonna put something i if i put clothes out i make sure to wash it first even knowing full well that you will probably wash it again when you bring it home i don't put out dirty clothes with pit stains and pit smells on no, them. no stank stank clothes nope but you know some people don't have qualms about that some people don't remove the pet hair when they put out a pillowcase you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah, I and mean, all of this probably seems very weird if you don't live in New York because <laughs> people just don't really do this other places. But I think the difference would be is that because in New York, a lot of people are transient here, so they don't, they're not born and raised in New York City. So they might have family that, has, that is somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Now, if you live around your family, like, you know, we have family in Indiana. If you're tired of something, you might say, hey, you know, 
my niece or cousin or sister or brother, do you want this thing? Mm -hmm. And if you don't want it, I'm just going to throw it out or take it to Goodwill. Mm -hmm. And they might say, sure, I'll take that. So there's like that. That just, the concept of, exists, yeah, yes. outside of New York. It's just, a, yeah, it sounds a little different because we're all complete strangers to each other a lot of the time. Yes. So. <laughs> so that's and why we, there is no asking. Stoop. It's just you leave it out and then an elf, you're the elf that picks it up and takes it away. Something interesting I found out was on this um, Facebook group about buy nothing, there's different neighborhoods that have this. A lot of people right after Thanksgiving were giving away half pies. Half pies. Yeah. Like they're like, I got a pecan and I got three quarters of a pumpkin here. And I saw multiple posts like this. And then the other weird thing, they were all claimed. Wow. I, I'm not eating any stranger's food. No. I like pie, but I would much rather pay full price. <laughs> no, I've got that thing in my head from, you know, the late 80s, early 90s, where you don't accept food from strangers. Like you don't even eat candy unless it's in a wrapper and it's been checked by your parents. Yeah, yeah. I still have to have my parents check the Check candy. for the razor blades. We call your parents up. Yeah. I, I never got this, but I always thought I would make an exception for a popcorn ball because they look so cute. You ever seen one of those? Yeah, I did see popcorn balls, but I don't think I ever received one. We got to make some. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have a daughter. We can make them for her. We act like we have to do this for ourselves. They're yeah. completely impractical, though. Nope. After you make one popcorn ball, you don't want to eat anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So probably all this seems weird. Like there is weird stuff that you do see in New York that is just plain weird. Mm. And I don't know how to explain it because I never see it anywhere else. Um, I, I was at a coffee shop and I saw a woman eating gum. I don't mean chewing gum. She was eating gum. Oh, no. Like she had multiple packs of gum, and she would take a stick out. They were, you know, the stick kind. And it was it looked like pink bubble gum. Uh-huh. And she put it in her mouth, chewed it up, and swallowed it. And she unwrapped another one, chewed it up, swallowed it. And she Yikes. went through multiple packs, just uh, pounding this gum. Multiple packs? Multiple packs of gum. What is going Bubble on? Gum. Yeah, and what I'm, is going on? Are you, are you sure it was gum? Was it a hundred percent? It's yeah, that's unmistakable. Yeah, it's pink bubble there, gum. There's nothing sticks. light gum that isn't gum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's no candy. There's no like you know you have candy cigarettes. There's no candy gum. Pretend gum. Yeah, pretend gum. It's not really gum. We just made it to look exactly like gum, and because it was something like carefree, like that yes, sugar-free gum. I could picture that. So I would I would rather do that with Big League Chew. Yeah, but the thing is like. And she looked just like an average woman. Wow. You know, she was probably like 35, 40. That sounds so unpleasant. I, Swallowing it, gum on purpose over and over just again. Just pounding it. And in public. And I was looking around. You know when you see yeah. something weird and you want to catch other people's eyes? Like, hey, are we all seeing this here? I would are be we looking, seeing this? I would look around for hidden cameras. But the thing is, nobody else seemed to care or know this. And you know, I'm doing that thing where I'm like pointing. You see this, and people are like, what, "What's wrong with this guy?" You're no, you're you're a normal New Yorker in that respect. But if you lived here even longer, you'd be the normal New Yorker who goes, "What the, what is the matter with you?" Yeah. Hey, anybody hey. else seeing this? Hey, you. Well, stop doing that. <laughs> That's yeah. not good for you. That's not good for you. That's that lasts seven years in your body, I think. Well, I know that, that everybody is different to somebody. And I know that I do something weird. If people saw me doing it, they'd be like, what's going on there? And it is smiling in people's direction, but not at them. Cause I like, I see someone <laughs> coming down the street and I think, Oh, I, in the past I've said hi. And then they don't say hi back. So I want to leave them alone, but I also want to seem pleasant. So I have taken up, just like smiling, but not making eye contact. So you're kind of like smiling 
in the general direction. Right. It's like they're they're just caught up in my own prescription drug commercial. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm live reenacting. <laughs> so you kind just of... look like a, a strange person that just had a pleasant thought and I guess to themselves. So. Yeah, or is just so nervous that they're smiling uncontrollably but not wanting to interact with the person that's in their immediate vicinity. I don't know. I just know that it probably looks weird, but it's either that or say hi to people and have them be like, what do you want, ma'am? I know. That's, that's even weirder to a New Yorker. They'd rather you just have you know, your own special time yeah. to yourself smiling and now sometimes I passed. On. I was walking the dogs today and I passed a couple. And the woman, was they were younger than me, but the woman was making eye contact with me. So I thought, okay, this is a chance to say good morning. Here's my big chance. So I smile at her. She smiles back. Her partner, her, the guy she's with, looks at me because I'm smiling. And I say, good morning and they both say nothing and keep moving and i'm like was it not loud enough like what is the deal we almost had a connection it was loud enough we almost had a connection and then we didn't so yeah in new york it is try not to say hi it is a very bizarre because of being midwestern to have people just straight up ignore a good morning or a hello right and and for somebody that's not familiar they aren't looking away they're looking directly at you. Yes. And you know that they saw you and heard you and they just don't acknowledge it. I just can't. I don't have it in me. I thought I would try that someday of just like, I don't care who's looking at me on the street. I'll look back and not say hello, but I just can't do it. I can't do it It feels either. too weird. It is very weird. But conversely, in the Midwest, you could be grocery shopping and the person behind you will randomly start talking about what you bought yes. and expect you to be happy about it. They'll yeah. be like... Love that macaroni and cheese deal. My family can't get enough of it. And you're like, excuse me? I know. It feels like, do you need friends? <laughs> yeah. This happened, you know, uh, I'm driving back from a gig with a couple of comics. And this is three in the morning, two in the morning, three in the morning. Mm-hmm. And we stopped at a gas station just to take a little break. And the gas station attendant that was checking us out, you know, with the snacks and stuff, he was talking to the other comic and he, the comic had already checked out uh-huh. and he's having a full on conversation about <laughs> his roommate situation. What? And, and I'm like, I have my stuff. I haven't paid yet. I'm, you know, keep you're doing clearly this next inching closer. Like, can you check me out? <laughs> he finally checks me out yeah. and he's still talking to the other comic and the, me and the third comic, we just, start walking out backwards like All right, we're leaving and the guy's still having a roommate conversation and so we go outside and as i'm going i'm like all right we're leaving so wrap it up wrap up this last chance to get out <laughs> and he was able to go out but i'm just like do you not i guess he doesn't i was gonna say do you not catch normal social cues but it's like you work at a gas station at 3 a.m in the morning you do not get normal social cues ever. right right he hit on a track he liked and he's like well i'm not gonna get this conversation I know, again it's, it's like asking a vampire like do you not eat normal food why are you trying to you know eat my blood like it doesn't what, what is something wrong with you it's like yes there is something i wrong do not you. eat normal food <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that's the other pet peeve of mine, though, is when you are clearly in line, ready to be waited on, like at a deli or at a bagel cafe in New York City, and they see you, they'll make eye contact with you, but they're not ready for you. Actually, I'll take that back. They won't make eye contact with you. They'll be like inches from your face, clearly writing something down or fiddling, and then you're just, there's no clearing your throat. There's nothing you can do. And sometimes I'll just go, are you ready for me yet? And they'll say, not yet. And I'll go, okay. 
Because yeah. because other I'm like every every other cue is here that you should just look up and I should say my order. I know. Oh, lines lines. I have a lot of pet peeves with lines because anybody that tries to cut yeah. or inch up, like I now have. I, I think no matter where you're from, you have this thing. It's like, excuse me, you're cutting the line. Yeah, but you can point it out. I know, but now I've been in New York long enough that I don't have like the politeness with it. It's like, there's a line. There's a line. Just so, like, I say there's a line too. Yeah, because it's like... I don't think of it as rude though. No, it's... well. They're the ones being rude. They're the ones being rude. And they then, should know better. I was in line... For, uh, this is on a road gig. I was in line... What I thought was in line for some cheese sticks at a thing. <laughs> and well, I asked the people in front of me, are you guys in line for this? And they're like, yes, we're, we're in line. You haven't ordered? Nope. Okay. And then I saw people just going around us, placing their order. Oh, that's so annoying. And, and I was like, the order is three feet over from where we're standing. Yeah. And the people working didn't go, hey, if you haven't ordered yet, it's over here. Right. And so now... I have to go get in that line mm-hmm. and I'm now seven people deeper than I was if I had just got it. Yeah. People and aren't looking out for each other there. They no. should have just said, you, if you, I always say that when I step up and I see people waiting, I don't know if they're waiting to order or they've already ordered. So I ask. I know. And this is, look, this is a, this was central Pennsylvania. These are, it's a smaller town that was doing this uh, fundraiser. People of the land. They know <laughs> the people's faces. Yes. And you know my face for sure because I'm wearing bright glasses and I'm ready to perform for you guys. You know whether I ordered or not. Mm-hmm. It's not just some random thing. I'm just standing. You mean the people working there the should know working, if they've like, waited on you. Yes, yeah. they should know like, hey, come come over here. There's a, you know, you can order here. Yeah, yeah, Instead, yeah. they just sit there smoking a cigarette, waiting for somebody to walk up to them. <laughs> I can't tell if I'm a problem or if they're a problem. They're the problem. They're the problem. It's always them. But I have strong opinions either way. Um, yeah, I must come in with this energy of just like, I'm here. <laughs> Somebody look at me. And they're like, <laughs> she wants it too bad. We got to yeah. ignore her for at least 30 seconds. Yeah. Well, there's a different, like, there's a, I think we even talked about this before where it's like, there's an, the apathy in, in New York in terms of uh, customer service where there's just so many people that if, if you have a product that somebody wants, yes, you're going to get the customers mm-hmm. regardless of what you're like. And it's the places that have to sell you on what their product is that really need to have the good customer service. So they're going to go out of business here. <laughs> yes, of course. But, the, but someplace like CVS is never going out of business here. People need to go get their antacids and yes. And, and therefore the workers don't, have to shine, you know, right. smile and what is it? Shine you up. And sometimes that's what I'm thinking. I, I'm not sure of that. I think that's the <laughs> shine you on the t- Yeah. The tail and mane, mane and tail. It's, is a, it's shine, a three stooges expression. <laughs> yes. It's from their era. Anyway. So that you're saying they don't have to work that hard to please you as the customer. Yes. I yeah. get that. I passed a restaurant in the neighborhood that has since gone out of business, but remembering when it was in business, it was always empty. And I usually feel sorry for small startups or, you know, locally owned businesses that don't get to make it after a year, even though statistically it's kind of likely within five years that you're going to struggle. But this one, I was so glad when it closed because I was like, I didn't like the look of your menu. Your prices were ridiculous. Your ambiance was, you know, there was nothing about it. Everything screamed, we don't know what we're doing here, but come and enjoy our food anyway. Oh, there's a lot of that here. There's uh, one of my, I remember one of my 
first experiences with you in New York, it wasn't it wasn't that or we had just moved here. We had been here maybe a couple of years, uh-huh. but we went to a restaurant and I was like, we we want to support this local business, uh, you know, of a certain dem- demographic. We want to support them, and so we go in and they have a soul food menu and we're like this is great but there's nobody here everything looked good everything sounded good we were the only people in there we were the only people in there and they took our order and we waited and waited and (laughs) waited and there's nobody coming in and out it was like a bad dream it was a bad dream it was like two hours i think went by before we got our food it was almost two hours before we got our food now me as uh, the age I am now, no chance. I after 20 minutes, I'd be like, "Is our food coming?" And yeah, it, you know to speak up, but we right. were yeah, we were younger, and I remember what ended up on our plate. Do you remember? I got pork chops, yeah, and, and they were like medallions, but there were two of them. They were no larger than a chicken nugget. They were tiny. It and was hilarious. Even at one point, where we had waited probably already 45 minutes, and we're like, "Hey, is our food ready?" Oh yeah, it's going to be ready soon. The cook goes out of the kitchen, goes out front and smokes a cigarette for 15 minutes. And you know he's the only cook because you can, it was like a one room place, right? Yes. Like the, the kitchen was, there was some kind of partition, but ceiling, we all had the same ceiling. So we could hear that there was one person back there. Yeah, there was there. only one person back there. There was a waitress and a cook and that was it. And I would understand like if they were packed and that's all the staff they had and yeah. it's taking this long. And nope. Was that was him. very, very strange. Now that you've seen Kitchen Nightmares, uh, what do you think was really going on there? <laughs> I, I think complete, they didn't know what they were doing. And so, and they, and they, they didn't, didn't concern themselves with making sure their customers were taken care of. And it should have been something that we just walked out. Mm-hmm. We should have said, and that place went out of business almost immediately. Well, the funny thing is, if you said an hour and a half in, cancel our order, they'd say, no problem. We haven't even started it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We haven't even started. We would have been in the clear. Anyway, yeah, well, what can you do? I want to talk to you about social media, the landscape shifting. Specifically, Twitter ownership has changed hands, and I have spent less time on there because it's hard. I usually use Twitter to make jokes, and if it's hard to see people engage with my comedy, like nobody wants to like a tweet or retweet or they only want to talk about a certain thing, the people I'm following, we're all caught up into what are the changes going to be? Is Twitter going under? So it got so unfun for me and was really bogging me down that I set a limit on my phone to only activate the app for 15 minutes a day. So let me talk to you about life after Twitter. Okay. Because I'm still on there. I still check in. I opened a Mastodon account. I still do Instagram. It's not like I've really ever put my phone down. <laughs> and also, do you uh, stick with the 15-minute time limit? I also snooze the 15-minute timer at least three times. So, no, I'm putting in. But, it, but honestly, it used to just be no limit. So, I would check it like a lab rat randomly throughout the day for my random reward. And, you know, I would get a notification by the end of the week your screen time went up like every single week it would go your screen time went up this week so anyway um for the very first time in my life i'm monitoring screen time and you know what's one result is i'm reading books again i haven't read hard copy pages in a decade what are you doing that for we got a kindle i tried tried your kindle books i tried your kindle now i am looking into maybe attention problems that i have but Honestly, it's just, uh, there's been that. And so there's like a sense of peace that comes over me. 
I never realized that when I'm online, there is a buzzing sound that happens in my brain. <laughs> yeah. You know, you just ignore it. Or let, I'm, I'm actually, this is a metaphor, but you're walking on the sidewalk and there's a construction site you're passing and there's a, a drill. Is that what it's J- called? Jackhammer. Jackhammer. Thank you. There's a jackhammer sound and you're still trying to have a conversation with your friend, <laughs> but you can't, but the jackhammer, you know, has that. That's what my brain feels like when I'm on social media now. Cause it, probably cause my attention's pulled in two different ways, but I'm still trying to focus on one thing. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't think that that's a rare uh, thought with this stuff is that. Social media, for one, if you have any attention uh, issues, this is that's all that Twitter is like. Hey, here's this thing. Here's another random thing. Here's something that has no relation to those things. Right. And here's now 144 things about this one topic, and it's just it's not. I don't think the way that we're meant to communicate. No, I know, and it's uh, intellectually I could have agreed with you, but now that I've experienced it, it's like wow, I can't believe I was sucked into that hole for so long. And I'm not calling Twitter the hole. I'm calling pretty much the iPhone is the hole for me. It's just like <laughs> <laughs> the iPhone itself. <laughs> That's my, it's my baby. It's my friend. Um, but, but just, yeah, the dividing of attention, like where I put my, my focus was largely on a screen and before we had our child, you and I had issues with it. It would be, we had to institute rules like no phone at the dinner table. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I need to have eye contact once a day, yeah, you please. You got to pay attention. I feel like it's, um, in Back to the Future 2, yeah. I think it is when he's, Marty's in the future and he sees his family and the kids <laughs> literally have like these goggles on their face and they're playing games or watching television on screens oh i forgot that about that the they're almost like big sunglasses uh-huh. and that's what we, we were at some point where you just like had the phone directly in front of your face while we were eating pretty much and i think you know if you're listening right now and you're thinking well i'm not that bad you are you're that bad too yeah you're on Ask your phone somebody that right loves now you. you're listening to this podcast and you're scrolling twitter right now it's <laughs> it's bad you're dividing your attention and just me talking about it makes you want to do it some more. That's the other thing of like, if you, the big, the great experiment is it's just like a yawn. If someone yawns near you, you accidentally yawn, you know, people have studied that for years. But honestly, if you just are with your friend and you're having a silent moment and you pick up your phone, even as an experiment, you don't really have anything to look at. They will within seconds pick up theirs. Like oh, it's, yeah. it's this weird, it's like an opportunity for them. Like, oh, good. Connection time is over. Yeah. Oh yeah, we had that. We we're like, if I got a text or something like that, work related, I check it real quick, and I look up, and you were <laughs> reading something on Twitter. I'm like, I'm deep in Wordle. Yeah. I'm on Twitter laughing at a joke. You're like, you were just. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I was gone for two seconds. Yeah, there. I was gone for two seconds. I'm like, oh, you're on your phone. Yeah. So anyway, it's uh, that's been nice for me. Have you noticed any changes in me? Hmm. <laughs> Less whining about Twitter. <laughs> You talk about Twitter less. <laughs> Actually, I would say you probably talk about Twitter more. Unfortunately. Because you're not on Twitter being silent. That's the problem with anybody that has a life change and the revelations come in. They have to share them. They proselytize. It is. It's like, you're, it's like you just found out about veganism or <laughs> this new weight loss thing or yep, NFTs. That's, or That's next on my list. All those, all those things coming up. I'm actually considering for the new year, I know it's ahead of time, ahead of schedule, but I'm considering giving up sugar again. Well, you're, yeah, you've got, what, a month now, you're kind of prepping yourself. What am I going to make my new year's resolution? I'm a big resolutions fan. You're not, right? Is that not your thing? I don't. I mean, it's a good delineation between past and 
future, I guess you can say it's a, a good marker where you can say, ah, November 1st. Now I'm keeping track of stuff. But like I stopped doing sweets, uh, on February 28th and that's just a marker where I know. Has but it, it really been that long? Yeah. February. That's February. almost an entire year. I know. We're in November. How are you sure? We just had, we had a previous episode where I brought this we up. We did, but I, I was picturing like springtime, April. I don't know. That was truly last February? Wow. Yes. And so I did have, huh. you know, I've had sweets on my birthday, but like it, this is. I have a very weird concept of time. You know that about me, but like, I think honestly, I'm ha- that's happening to me though. Like, I'm not sure I understand time at all. Like, because, <laughs> Why? Well, uh, uh, somebody, uh, Robin Williams passing uh-huh. anniversary just came up and it was, I think it was 2011. No. And I was like, get out of here. I would no. have guessed 2015. What would you have guessed? 2017. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I would have guessed that. But I think somebody said that it was 2011. Uh, we might need to fact check that one. Well, <laughs> that feels too long ago. Well, maybe that's even part of the, like my problem with time is I can't even remember what date somebody said but back to your point about not having sweets our neighbor offered us some cake some delicious pumpkin cake tres leches so it was like both pumpkin bread plus tres leches cake combined it was so good and she said should I cut a piece for Luke I said no he's off sweets right now but I feel like that's only the fifth time I've said it in my life but yet, it's been since February, so you've been, you know, I've been saying that a lot lately to people, I'm sure. <laughs> Maybe you, when somebody is giving you sweets, you don't even bother to think about me in the whole thing. <laughs> well, on the contrary, when I buy it in the store, I'm like, Luke's off sweets, so I better get this for myself. Yes. <laughs> yeah, let me have two. And I'm going to, yeah, exactly. I'm going to have double the amount because I don't have to share it now. <laughs> I know. I, by the way, that means I've been eating twice the amount of sweets since February. Yes, people. That's a that's a lot of sweets. I uh, feel it. I see it. I feel it, and I see it. Yeah. Anyway, and uh, you know, before we go, uh, just to do a little fact check, he died in 2014. Okay, so I, still, so I was closer. Ballpark. But still, you do you think that that was almost no, nine years no. ago? No, who was I in 2014? I was uh, I was touring with some ladies. That yeah. was we did not even have an idea that, of having a kid. No, I would have thought it would if it wasn't for COVID being in 2020. I would have said he he passed away in 2020, but I knew that he was it was prior to that. Yeah, I mean the shock has worn off. I remember I remember crying. He's one of the very few celebrities I would actually cry if they passed because he brought so much joy to me that it was just like knee jerk, like oh no. I know, yeah, Felt that was like- a rough one. The the hardest one ever for me was Macho Man Randy Savage when really? he passed away. I was like, man, that was Aww. the end of the year. Well, he was young, right? Was he in his fifties or sixties? He was probably close to sixty, maybe fifty eight, something like that. I, then again, I don't know numbers at all, so <laughs> you know. When did he pass away? I don't know. February when I stopped eating sugar? I don't know. We have, we're experts on a lot of things, but some stuff, me, time, no. You, numbers, not really. Spelling not occasionally, but mostly. Oh, I'm mostly. bad at spelling. Very bad at spelling. But, you don't feel but like. But I, I wanted to make sure that we had that correction before we ended because there was probably somebody, as soon as they heard that number, they shut off the podcast and then have gone down a Google or Twitter rabbit hole. Yeah. Just searching the internet and now, now they're stuck. Which is a good time to say, if you've got something you want to correct us on, please let us know. Where do you want them to let us know? In the comments on Instagram? In the comments on Twitter? They can let us know anywhere May they want. May she rest in peace. I think, um, yeah, this is, we want feedback and we're going to incorporate it into future episodes. We want you guys to feel like you're part of the conversation. So definitely do that. In the meantime, I'm going to go uh, order some Christmas cards that you don't see the point of. 
Okay. Well, I don't. I thought you were going to say you're going to go eat two desserts. <laughs> well, I'm going to do that later too. <laughs> now that I remember that pumpkin uh, cake that's still in the fridge, I ate part of it and then I gave our daughter some, but she didn't eat all of her slice. So I'm going to have the rest. Yeah. You, you gave her a sliver of her own slice. You ate the rest and now you have mommy's slice that she does not get a sliver <laughs> it's of. It's for her own good. Thanks for joining us today. If you had a great time, let us know on social. Follow Kid Is In School on Twitter and The Kid Is In School on Instagram. Subscribe so you don't miss our next episode. Be sure to throw us one of those five-star ratings and share with your friends. Oh, and do it quickly before the kid gets home.